What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Bill Rossetti back with you guys here starting another week. It's Monday. Hope you guys had a great weekend and enjoyed uh, some Panthers football or whatever you were listening to or taking in. Whatever it was, hope it was great and glad you guys are back with us here as we are inching ever closer to the start of the preseason. We can now officially say that... We have a live football game this week on Thursday. The Hall of Fame game is Thursday night, the Broncos and the Falcons, and then one week from Thursday. So we are just 10 days away from the first preseason game for the Panthers against the Chicago Bears. It is crazy to think that we are finally back at this position. I couldn't be any more excited. I hope, I'm sure you guys are just as excited as well. So we're going to take some time and talk about uh, kind of the weekend that was, or at least the last couple days of Panthers practice. A couple notes that uh, we may have come across here. And also talk about the uh, the top 100 players, because we've had a couple Panthers make an appearance on the top 100, not that, uh, you know, this is kind of the be-all, end-all, but it's still something to talk about a little bit, so we'll get into that and um, have a lot of fun, as I'm sure you guys are as well. Before we get into that, we want to thank one of our great sponsors here at the podcast. Support of Locked On Panthers comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. You may have seen them on Shark Tank. Manscaping offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Get 20% off and free shipping with code LOCKEDON at manscaped.com. So that's 20% manscaped.com, M-A-N-S-C-A-P-E-D.com, promo code LOCKEDON, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N. And also from Bombas. Bombas are the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. Plus, for every Bombas purchase, they donate a pair to someone in need. Find out more about what feet they dream about at bombas.com slash locked today and get 20% off. Again, that's bombas.com, B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash locked. And make sure you listen to the brand new Locked On NFL. I was actually listening to it a bit before I started recording, and it's fantastic stuff. Matt Williamson is now the expert analyst on Locked On NFL, and Brian Peacock, who you guys may know from Locked On 49ers, is now the host of Locked On NFL. He'll still do Locked On 49ers, but he is now the host of of Locked On NFL, which is your daily national podcast on all things NFL, now with Matt's unique take on the game. And Locked On NBA is still around as well. NBA player and Locked On podcast analyst Trevor Booker joined the Monday Locked On NBA. He broke down the deals, left one team out as title contender that will surprise you, and is high on one team more than others in the West. Get it at Locked On NBA. I wonder if the Warriors are that team that he is leaving out as a title contender. I don't know. I haven't listened to that podcast yet, but um, if it's a team that's surprising you, maybe the Warriors, maybe the Lakers, I don't know. There's there's a lot of good teams in the West. But, of course, this isn't a uh, 
this certainly isn't a uh, basketball podcast, although there is obviously a lot of basketball in Charlotte. Terry Rozier now leading the charge for the Hornets with Kemba Walker unfortunately gone. But we are here, of course, to talk about the Panthers, talk about training camp, and talk about how Cam Newton just continues to tear things up with his uh, newfound health, as it were. Um, the recent, you know, the last couple days of camp, it just seems like there has been no issues at all, you know, other than maybe missing some throws. But for the most part, Cam Newton has been fantastic at camp. The arm looks healthy. He looks good. He looks uh, rejuvenated. There's no there's no reason to believe that this guy doesn't have all the confidence in the world and can't take this team to higher levels than certainly they were last year and maybe to some extent uh, a couple years prior. But Cam Newton being as healthy as he is, as I've said numerous times on this podcast, has to give has to give you guys and the Panthers all the confidence in the world because we know now that he can make those deep throws. He can really help stretch the field, which will let, allow DJ Moore to stretch the field, Curtis Samuel to stretch the field, and you'll have the tight ends in the middle. This offense just feels like it's going to be very, very explosive. And actually, before I started recording this, I actually just recorded a podcast for the Aussie Guys NFL podcast uh, earlier this morning, and that actually went for about an hour. I mean, it was a lot of fun, so been doing a lot of talking already so far on the Panthers, and I said the same thing. I mean, this this offense just feels like it's going to be explosive. We also talked about how crazy it would be, and this is kind of getting off subject a little bit, but we talked about how crazy it would be if Christian McCaffrey were to become the First running back ever to rush for a thousand yards and have a thousand yards receiving. And I said that's not really that hard to do because he had what 800 and some receiving yards last year. So even say he had uh, 840, you know, as I'm bringing it up real quick, how many numbers? or how many receiving yards he had last season. Christian McCaffrey last year in receiving had 867 receiving yards. So that's that means he's only 100 he was only 133 shy of 1000. That's only 8 yards a game. So all he has to do is add about 8 in the quarter, 8 or 9 yards to his totals from each game last season, and that's a thousand yards, and just keep the pace he did rushing. And he would almost certainly be in the MVP uh, candidacy if he does that. So just just think about that for a minute. How crazy that would be, and how exciting it would be if Christian McCaffrey can become the first running back to rush for a thousand yards and have a thousand yards receiving. And that's just another example of how explosive this offense is going to be outside camp. So going back to Cam, um, doesn't seem like there have been any issues at all, like I said, over the first couple of practices. So this um, this just 
makes you feel so excited and just just ready for the season. And with the preseason coming soon, uh, and him getting that game action, that's going to be really important as well, just to get that level of confidence back as well. Not just throwing against his own teammates, but throwing against opposing defenses and having the pass, having the live pass rush against him. If he can get through that, then that's just going to deliver more confidence to him and just the upside is just going to really be high heading into heading into the regular season and that big game week 1 against the Rams. Uh, as far as the uh the backups go cuz we've talked about how there's going to be a rotation, uh looks like at least on the 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 most recent day which I believe was uh yesterday Kyle Allen was uh, getting works or getting work in with with the number twos, and we've talked. You know, we said how they're going to have a rotation. Everybody's basically going to get their fair shot with the number twos. But remember, the first day Kyle Allen uh, was actually the number three, and then it was uh, Taylor Heineke. So right now, it does feel like. They don't want to, and and this is a guess, you know, and it's very early in camp, but it feels like they don't want to risk losing Kyle Allen to another team if they were to cut him uh, at final cuts because a team would almost certainly claim him on waivers. So my guess right now is that Kyle Allen ends up as the number three quarterback and Taylor Heineke might end up as... uh, as a free agent very soon. Uh, just scanning over some other notes. Uh, there was a note here from day two over at Panthers Wire. A couple of guys that have been earning praise from beat reporters, one being rookie running back Jordan Scarlett. And we've talked about Scarlett in the past. Scarlett, we know, is a very talented running back. He had a nice, a very nice career. At Florida, obviously the only knock on him was the whole credit card scandal while he was at Florida. But he still he still is a good talent. He's he's still a talented running back and can be, you know, a good a decent running back if say, you know, and obviously we don't want this to happen. But if for some reason something does happen to Christian McCaffrey, there at least would be a decent running back to fall back on in Scarlet. Now, obviously the explosiveness of the offense would downgrade dramatically without McCaffrey, but it's not like they'd be without a running back or, you know, cause Scarlet can still do, still do well between the tackles. It's pretty decent catching the ball, but you just you just rather him right now be a uh, a spellback to Christian McCaffrey, but it is good to see that he's at least um, being noticed by some of these beat reporters. So uh, at least it gives you a little bit of um, a little bit of a sigh of relief, I guess, in terms of what do the Panthers have after Christian McCaffrey because. You know Cameron Artis Payne is still on on the on the roster, but he has. It feels like he's been there forever and hasn't really done much of anything. And you have you know a couple of the undrafted guys like uh, Elijah Holyfield and uh, Reggie Bonifant. 
So at least there's some young competition behind McCaffrey. But um, knock on wood that nothing happens to McCaffrey and that these guys just get in just to give McCaffrey a, a quick break. Uh, there, there was also some praise they noticed on Greg Olson. Uh, you know, like Joe Person tweeting that Greg Olson moving well the first couple days of camp. And I mean, that doesn't seem like much for some players, but for a guy like Olson, as old as he is, coming off the foot injury, that's pretty good to know. And that's a, that's, that's a good sign. Um, again, Ian Thomas... Great backup, just needed to be more consistent. But if Greg Olson can keep it up, I mean, you, you could run a lot of uh, 12, 12 personnel sets. You know, have both Olson and Thomas out there with DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel as the receivers and Christian McCaffrey in the backfield. So the health of, of Greg Olson is certainly going to be important as well to this team. I mean, if they can run a lot of 12 personnel at you, that's going to make things pretty tough, I think with two dynamic wide receivers and then two big targets at tight end. So that that will put some stress on opposing defenses if all these guys can stay healthy. So uh, no, certainly another thing to, uh, to keep an eye on. There was also notes, too, on the punt return competition. A bunch of guys actually getting work, including seventh-round pick Terry Godwin, who was actually first up as punt returner, Rashad Ross getting work, DJ Moore, uh, Mickens, Gene Pierre, and Chris Hogan also getting reps. So uh, Terry Godwin seems like they're at least trying to find some kind of role for their seventh round rookie. But again, don't I wouldn't count out Rashad Ross yet. But it does feel like he would be the only. Uh, or punt returner, at least special teams, would really be the only way, I think, that Rashad Ross makes this roster. But, again, interesting to note, at least now, early in camp, that Terry Godwin has been first up as a punt returner. Uh, there, there was an injury of note from the other day, and that was offensive lineman Dorian Johnson, who got carted, carted off the field, but it it does seem like it was just uh, potentially heat-related, which hopefully that's all it is, and uh, he he recovers quickly and gets back out there. Corn Elder, continuing to get first-team reps at nickel. A guy I've been touting for a long time, if you've been following me. You know how big of a fan I am of, of Corn Elder. So seeing him get all these uh, first-team reps again at nickel is... Is fun to watch. I really still feel like he can hold his own well at the nickel position. So, again, as practices continue, as these games go on, I'll be watching him, seeing if he can uh, if he can hold his own against opposing offenses. Uh, going back to Jordan Scarlett a minute, though, because I'm I'm seeing another note too from day four uh, from Sunday. Uh, the Panthers have actually run a couple plays with Jordan Scarlett as a receiver and actually running deep downfield. That, that's interesting to note. Again, Jordan Scarlett has done well catching passes out of the backfield, so maybe they're just looking to see how he does catching passes as a receiver. You know, kind of reminds me, and obviously he's not on this guy's level, but it reminds me of 
Matt Forte and how the Bears used to always line him up on the outside as well as a receiver just because of how versatile he was. So maybe the Panthers are tinkering a little bit with that with Jordan Scarlett. So that'll be a... That'll be interesting to uh, to keep an eye on as well. Uh, Christian McCaffrey also got some punt return work yesterday as well, as did Godwin, Ross, and more. So Godwin continues to get the punt return work, as does Rashad Ross. There was some talk about the cornerbacks, too. One being on Ross Cockrell, who, of course, missed all of last season with that broken leg. But uh, good to see him at least back on the field. Lorenzo Doss is back. Uh, they they made a note. Lorenzo Doss had an interception of Taylor Heineke, and once again, you know, impressing observers. At least that's some of the notes that we're seeing. We uh, can he actually make the roster this time? Is the question. Last year he was kind of the king of spring, as it were. You know he. Um, he had a uh, a pretty impressive, pretty impressive run at OTAs, but then when the pads came on and training camp was running through, it, it seemed like he kind of disappeared a little bit and faded toward the back. But he's he's still here, I guess. So we'll see how he does. Uh, so while Corn Elder got first team reps. On uh, on Friday, I believe it was, Sunday actually saw Cole Luke getting some first-team reps at nickel. So that's starting to turn into a battle. I mean, it's not it's not like any position or it's it's not like the uh, it's not like the nickel position was set going into training camp, but I do still I mean, you know, maybe I'm a little biased, but it would be nice to see uh, Corn Elder get some more looks there. So, you know, here's hoping. Also, they noted Ross Cockrell got some first team reps at safety along with Eric Reed. So, you know, maybe just uh, mixing in Cockrell in spots and getting him, getting him in, in many spots as well. So, a lot of different notes here. Um, also, by the way, the uh, they made a note too of the the lines, the offensive and defensive line, and they are at least on the second day of practice on Friday. They were the same lines as the first day of practice. Darrell Williams, Greg Van Roten, Matt Paradis, Trey Turner, Taylor Mullen on offense, and then on uh, def- the defensive front seven. Uh, Short, Poe, McCoy on the front line, Addison and Irvin on the outside, at the outside linebackers, and Shaq and Luke on the inside. So early on, there's, at least on defense, there's your front seven, which is kind of what we expected. Again, as I've said before, I think on offense, a lot depends on the development of Greg Little and how, you know, how quick he develops and... How quick quick he develops, and if he can crack the starting lineup. If not, I think you're going to see Williams and Van Roten as the starters on the left side, at least for the early going. So, 
And speaking of early going, let's talk about uh, people that want to go get what they want. For as poor of a segue as that was, I apologize. But our good friends at Blue Chew, of course, still sponsoring us as well. Uh, so I, I guess we'll just sit here and talk about sex, right? Why not? Everyone, everyone wants it. Well, maybe not everyone, but you get what I'm saying. But remember the guys. Remember the days when you're ready to go, guys. Some of you do. Uh, so let's let's talk about some sex. If you want to increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed, listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color blue, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, so you know they work. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And since they're chewable, they work up to twice as fast as a pill, so you can be ready to go whenever that opportunity arises. So if you could benefit from extra function and more confidence where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Blue Chew is prescribed online and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So there's no in-person doctor's visit, no waiting in the pharmacy, and best of all, no more awkwardness. They're made in the USA, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they are cheaper than a pharmacy. So right now we've got a special deal for you listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when using our special promo code locked on, just pay $5 in shipping. So again, that's B L U E C H E W, bluechew.com, promo code locked on, L O C K E D O N, to try it for free. Just pay $5 in shipping. Bluechew is the better, cheaper, faster choice, and we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. So as we take a break quick from uh, training camp, let's talk, like I said before, we'll touch on the Top 100 players of 2019 on NFL Network because we have had a couple of Panthers make an appearance on the list. And they may very well be because of how far along they are. You know, they're already into the top 30. So we may very well have seen the only two Panthers representatives on the top 100. The first one revealed was Cam Newton at number 87 who actually dropped quite a bit. And, you know, again, obviously the the shoulder injury and the poor performance in the second half had a lot to do with that. But he dropped from 25 last year down to number 87. Now, just to note, if you think that's a big drop, just remember that Carson Wentz went from number 3 in 2018 to number 96 in 2019 that's a drop of 93 spots that Carson Wentz endured so Cam Newton's drop wasn't as bad but still that's a drop of 62 spots now you know if you're in the top 100 players that still means you're among one of the best and again it also does feel like you know I'm, I'm just mentioning this just because it's a something that's out there in the media obviously and People are talking about it. There are people that do tune in to watch this. But it does feel like this is kind of an arbitrary, you know, this is something. I mean, I think this is already like the ninth year or something that NFL Network has done this. But in reality, I mean, when they, they're literally handing players, sometimes just coming off practice, handing them a, a paper and say, list your top like 20 players. And the players may just randomly pick players. So who knows? So. It feels like it's kind of an arbitrary process, but it is something the NFL Network does just to kind of kill time 
during the offseason and training camp. Uh, but Cam Newton did come in at number 87. And also, it just hit me. I'd like to retract an earlier statement. I said we may have seen the two, only two representatives. I am completely wrong because Luke Keekley has not been revealed yet. That was an absolute brain fart on my, on my part, and I apologize. So we'll probably see three representatives, but I, but um, they may be the only three because number forty-two on the list, actually, I think making his debut on the top one hundred was Christian McCaffrey, and there's there's no surprise he's on this list with the season he had last year. But he came in at number 42, and yeah, complete brain fart on my part. Like I said, there's no there's no reason that um, that Luke Keekley isn't going to be on this list. Probably top 20 maybe, you know, maybe top 10, but... Top 20, more likely, I'd say. Again, we're, they're already in, because it seems like they're moving through this list quicker, uh, I guess because of when they started it, too. Because I think in previous years, they used to do this weekly and have ten, you know, one episode a week and 10 players. Now I think they've been doing it, this pretty much every day, because, again, they've already revealed from 100 down to number 31, the most recent player, number 31 being Derwin James, the safety from the Chargers. So they're into the top 30, and we still expect uh, Luke Keekley. now that I've actually uh, got my head on straight, <laughs> we do expect Luke Keekley to appear at some point on this list. But that is where I think, because I, I don't think, you know, obviously with all the top players out there, you're probably not going to see any more players other than Luke Keekley. So we'll see. But uh, NFL top 100, again, Cam Newton comes in at 87. And Christian McCaffrey at number 42. And so at least Panthers fans can take solace in knowing that the NFL players have ranked Cam Newton ahead of uh, Carson Wentz, at least. So there's that, at least in terms of the quarterbacks and the overall spot. So uh, we'll keep an eye on the top 30, see where... Luke Keekley lands, and then obviously a lot more, a uh, lot more football to talk about in the coming days. So uh, an exciting time again. Less than two weeks till the Panthers' first preseason game. Can't believe it's here already. Uh, again, quick notes. Remember, um, a couple, I guess promotions. We'll say with uh, with the Locked On Network again. The Locked On NFL podcast is now hosted by Brian Peacock of Locked On 49ers. So be on the lookout for that. Like I said, I listened to it a bit before I started recording this, and it just seems like it's going to be great stuff between Brian and Matt. And again, shout out to Manscaping, uh, number one in men's below the belt grooming. So go to manscaped.com. Promo code locked on and get 20% off your order with free shipping. So 20% off and free shipping with the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. And then uh, shout out to Bombus, uh, the most comfortable socks in the history of feet. So go to bombus.com slash locked and get 20% off your order today. 
So that'll wrap it up for this edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast. Remember to follow me on Twitter at Bill underscore Setti, R-I-C-C-E-T-T-E. Follow my work, of course, at Panthers Wire, Bengals Wire, Downtown Rams, 4 for 4 Football, and Pro Football Network. Uh, and of course, follow the podcast at Himalaya and uh, Spotify or wherever you listen to your podcast. We're there. Thanks, as always, for being a part of this. Really appreciate the support and having you guys along for the ride. And I'm glad to be on this ride with you guys and to be able to chat with you guys and share my thoughts with you guys. Because, I mean, let's face it, the Panthers have arguably the best fan base in the NFL. So they're they're a great group to, to talk football with. But that will do it. I'm out of here. Keep it locked here on Locked on Panthers, and until next time, take care, my friends. We will see you next time.